Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unbanded, our podcast about cigars, the cigar industry, the cigar lifestyle, and whatever else we feel like talking about. I'm Mike. And this is Teddy. So let's get ready and let's do this. So, Teddy, what are you smoking? So here's the thing, because we did this is our second episode. So we're back, you know, second episode, really excited. I kept it real. Uh, I told my buddy Lou uh, to get a cigar from my humidor. You know, I wasn't around. Take the band off and put it in my in my humidor cake. And the, the the band is actually in an envelope that he put it in for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I asked my wife to do the same thing and she handed me a cigar. So I, <laughs> she didn't take the band off because she didn't know how to, but that's okay. So I have uh, in my hand a great cigar, the Bishop's Blend Nova, Nova Dialis. Uh, it's the newest blend from uh, Black Label Trading. It's that special blend that comes out about this time of year. So I've got that. I've got a nice pour of Green River Bourbon. So I'm ready for a good show. Let's get going. How you been doing otherwise? I'm doing good. You got a new job. Been... Talk about talk about the new job. Yes, I've been trying to tell my friends to come over, and then nobody wants to come over. Now that I work in a cigar lounge, I'm like, by the way, we got to do a, a hearth again. Again, uh, we did it before. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we should do it again. Now the you remember the person that kind of annoyed you inside the humidor uh, that we went there yep. and it followed you around. But yeah, the new job, uh, really like it. Really like it. Uh, I don't even feel like it's a job. It's a hobby that you just sit there and talk with uh, regular people like us every day. You know, my age, older people. To have uh, the oldest uh, member of customers that come in, he's 88 years old, 88 and still smoking. Wow. Uh, all these years, he's from Wisconsin. So shout out to Gordon. Nice. Yeah, I really like it. It's it's a lot to learn. Uh, it's something cool that uh, that I learn every day about. You know, actually how people what they want to smoke, what the uh, the comment with questions to me. Uh, it's really impressive. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've been smoking only since 2017, but I know a lot of details about them. Like I talked before uh, to a lot of people, and they're very impressive. A lot of regulars that come in is like, hey, I like this guy. He's Okay, you know, I got some knowledge. So yeah, it's it's really nice uh, getting you know getting used to seeing actually cigars that I have not smoked for a while and then see them again. You know, like because uh-huh. it's it's kind of like you you haven't smoked a macanudo for a while, right? Or like I don't know, a lot of the cohibas. You know, you, you kind of have kind of forgot them, the Monte Cristos and stuff like that. So the bigger brands, I see them again, and I kind of want to like give them another uh-huh. try. You know, so. Excellent. Yeah. How have you been? How you doing? Doing good. Before we jump on, give 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 the store a plug. What's the name of the store? Ultimate Cigar Lounge. Ultimate Cigar Lounge. That's what I work now. Villa Park, Illinois. Uh, stop by. Nice. Uh, you know, five more. You know, nice. five the five cigars. You get that percent off. You know, I'll hook you up with whatever, some other stuff. But it's it's pretty relaxing. Uh, a lot of people already have come by. So a couple of my friends. Uh, you know, we did cool. a herf there before. You know, it wasn't bad, except the person that was, again, not very knowledgeable. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, very knowledgeable for the cigars. But uh, yeah, uh, come on by. Cool, excellent. Yeah, you know, it's it's good. We're we're you know, Illinois. We're hitting the fall weather. The the temperature's been great. Um, I love the cooler weather. Um, it's definitely fits into the cigar lifestyle and getting outside and enjoying some smokes and not sweating. While you're doing it. So it's been good. It's been real good. So, I like a certain um, level. It has to be like when it starts to get to like 42s and like 45s, then I start to get like a little mad because I have to set up 
my tent outside to go like I'm going ice fishing. But yeah, I mean, I, I got used to it all these years. So yeah, it's smoking in the Midwest. It's smoking in the Midwest. Yeah, we we so. bred for that, right? Yeah, we bred for that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, well, let's transition into our new segment, folks. Is if you know, this is our second show, so we're sort of trying to. Uh, put some segments together so you know what's coming up. And this segment we like to call Up in Smoke. And this is where we talk about what's going on in the cigar industry, what's going on, what's happening. One of the big things is, God forbid, the FDA doesn't try to take another shot at the cigar industry. As reported uh Cigar Coop, the FDA, once again, is trying to launch into some more attacks on the cigar industry. Um, they wanted to establish some regulations that target, target cigar manufacturing factories and pre-industry factories facilities both domestic and foreign so they want to know what's going into the cigar who's making it who's touching it all that kind of good stuff it opened up this past week for comments so of course our friends over at cigar rights of america have gone out and they've thrown out their comments into it they're one of the big things is proposing that these fda proposals would require sweeping capital investments and threaten to bankruptcy many of the companies so that's a that's a good thing to point out. They point out that the FDA's failed to adequately analyze the cost. They've also taken that the FDA's proposal is not supported by science. And then, of course, the PCA jumped in. Uh, the PCA is contending that the FDA's failed to demonstrate that the harms that they propose seeks to rule to address exist. And they've got, you know, they've gone through. So one of the big things, again, that's happening out there, you know, I recommend is all this stuff, stay on top of it. It's big to know what's going on in our industry. It's big to know what the FDA is coming out against. And uh, take a moment, get a hold of your state representative or congressman or whoever and tell them you're against this. I mean, that absolutely. Jeopardizing. I mean, everything, everything is going to probably, what, $21 a cigar? Or it's fifteen dollars a cigar. Oh, at least, yeah. If not, so yeah. yeah. This is even a poor, you know, not a poor man's game, but it can be everybody's game. But you know, sometimes you don't want to break your bank of going to smoke a cigar. So exactly, just, I don't understand this concept of attacking. Now that I mean, I don't want to get into politics. Like I said, they're attacking before everything else. So I'm, you know, I don't disagree yep. with that. So I mean, what do you feel? About, what is your opinion about this? It's the FDA is just reaching in. The FDA wants to get their hands into this, and, and this is the one area. And as I've heard a lot of people talk about, if you if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile, and if they take a mile, they're going to take ten miles. So you got to fight them off. You know, we we successfully, and I say we, the cigar industry successfully fought them off on their last battle. This is something new they're going to try to jump into. So we got to be involved in it. You know, if you're not a member of Cigar Rights of America, I highly recommend getting involved in them. You know, um, they're out there fighting for you. PCA is out there fighting for us. So we want to make sure that we're supporting those organizations and that we understand what's going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, taxes, the, the thing I, I posted out on social media a couple weeks ago about them wanting to increase tax rates on cigars. All the stuff they come up with under the guise of, oh, it's protecting the kids and kids aren't smoking cigars. You know, kids aren't pulling 20 bucks out of their pocket to smoke a, a single cigar, you know. So there's no science behind this. There's no facts behind this. Um, it's the FDA just reaching and trying to get involved. Yeah, so. it, it's crazy. And then how the comparison, I know a lot of people, like we talked about in the first episode with the cigarettes, but 
even the cigarettes they're already taxed on. And then with this one, also, that something is handmade. You know, there's there's a lot of people that is involved. There's a lot of hands that has, you know, involved to make a cigar box. So, yep. like, what is going on over here? Like, under, like I said, I don't understand. So we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully the law doesn't, you know, th- that tax does not go through. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the FDA wants to get their hands into it. If they can, they're going to start regulating it. When they start regulating, they're going to get messed up. And you're going to see companies go out of business or you're going to see the costs skyrocket. So, um, yeah, that's what I talked about. Also, yeah, that's what we talked about. It, even at the lounge with the people, the, like small, you know, moral uh, shops that are around that they're going to close down. Modern brokers are going yep. to close down and that's sad. So, yep, exactly. Exactly. So one of the other parts we want to do with this segment is talk about the new releases. What some of our favorite cigar brands are coming out with or have come out with or what's going to be seeing. We're going to be seeing in the next couple of weeks. Teddy, what do you got for me? What's coming out? So I got three things. I'm very excited. Okay. Actually, I got I I can't wait until I go buy this. Obviously, it's October. So October means, you know, Halloween coming up. And my one of my favorite uh, brands came out. New Monster, the Phase Redux 3. So it's phenomenal, uh, the first phase. So I can't imagine. First of all, let's go like really nice job again with a box uh, that he did. Again, it looks like the new one looks like a coffin, like the Jack looks like it. Uh, so it's kind of brown and he has the chainsaw outside with a little bit of like splash mm-hmm. of blood on it. Uh, so it's really nice. Uh, all straight Nicaragua, the binder, the, fir- the filler, origin. Uh, all straight Nicaragua, the rapper, my favorite uh, Mex- Mexican, the San Andreas rapper. It's it, it looks phenomenal. Size size again. I don't. I believe they're yeah they're thirteen. No, I, sorry, okay. they're ten in a box. Ten in a box. Six thirds by fifty six or so. Okay. Um, I'm really excited. Actually, buy it. Probably gonna buy it for sure. Box. Just for the box, the way it looks, the coffin, and then uh, like I did before with the drag. Uh, the second thing I have is the Perdomo, the new release that they're going to have, the 30th anniversary. Very excited for that. Uh, they already announced it, obviously, in PCA, in, I believe, back in July it happened. Uh, PCA, am I, am I mm-hmm. wrong? Um, yeah. And then they announced July. about the 30th anniversary. Uh, the original release supposed to be last year. But I don't know what Nick Perdomo, uh, you know, mind changed. So maybe he wanted an extra year. He did extra year. I don't mind it. Extra aging on the cigar. You know, you're going to have your regular uh, Perdomo 30th anniversary. All of them are going to be box press. You're going to have like, your Connecticut. You're going to have the Maduro. And you're going to have uh, Sangro. So the regular, the way it is, the 20th anniversary that I really love, the, especially the Maduro one from the 20th anniversary. So next month in November uh, 2023, I don't have exactly date see but it's okay. around november uh next month so october now we got november okay. one month and then now this is a segment that the new release that you also could talk about it uh, as far uh, from my friend eric uh, uh bay with uh, black star lion cigars that he released the rosewood phenomenal cigar collaborated rolls at the febrega negra so uh blake label trading company very that cigar is phenomenal um, I definitely recommend, again, Rosewood 1923. It's a phenomenal cigar. 
What do you think about Rosewood? Because I know you have tried it a lot of times. I like the Rosewood. I, I, the Rosewood definitely um, definitely a good smoke. I I've smoked quite a few of them since they've come out. Um, it'll definitely be in my regular rotation of cigars. Eric's done a great job. Black Label Trading's done a fantastic job, and I think together they've they've found a cigar that is really really well constructed, really well smokes well. I know that Half Wheel just did a review of them. Some people were shocked it only got an eighty eight. I don't I don't disagree with that. And eighty eight isn't a bad isn't a bad rating. I don't know. I guess if people think that if it doesn't hit a ninety, that it's it's a bad rating. But eighty eight's a good rating. I don't, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Eighty eight is a great yeah. uh, rating. Uh, so the blending it's a you know Mexican San Andreas wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian binder, and Nicaraguan Dominican fillers. Six by forty eight Vitola. So it's I really like it. Also, the scar pays homemade to John Glutton. Uh, who made a move about Rosewood and the victims of the Rosewood race, right? Yep. 1923. So yeah. just a little background from that cigar. And another one that I really liked uh, from him, it's the it's the Fire Night. It came out uh, when I saw it, uh, Benis and I went last time, and he talked about us, about that. It was the same blend that I learned when I last heard that we were together, Mike, that that's the same cigar mm-hmm. with EFG 23. I did not know that. I was <laughs> cruelous about that. It's hard to find out. I don't know if it's somewhere in the uh, different sites. Uh, I know some of the binners around me have it. Uh, very good Connecticut wrapper with a Dominican binder, mm-hmm. Nicaraguan Dominican filler. So really nice, relaxing, mellow cigar, uh, medium full cigar. It, yeah. I, I really liked it. So the nice two new releases. And this is from Black Star Line yeah. Cigars. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, just to go back to the face. And that release, uh, Pete Johnson was just on Smoke Night Live on Friday, um, and I got a chance to listen to yes, it. Yes, he was. Uh, good interview. Good interview. Um, he, he talked about that, and he talked about the LFT that just got completed with Smoke In. A great, uh, a, a great thing. Um, and of course, for all of you that are part of the Saints and Sinners Club for Tawahe, those are coming out. And Pete talked about the specialty of this year because it's the 13th anniversary of Tatawahe. And so this will be a special, a special club package that'll be coming out. He hopes by the end of this month, but right around um, Halloween, he hopes it have, have it in everybody's hands. So it'll be interesting. I'm excited to get mine and, and see what's in there. So, but it was good. It was good to listen to Pete and, and here's excitement and here's some about the things that are on deck for Tatawahe. And uh, we'll see um, a couple of the cigars I wanted to talk about real quick. I got to stick with my with my guys at Black Label Trading and Emilio, uh, the Emilio Factory. Uh, they came out with the Halloween special, the annual Grimalkin. Uh, it comes out. It's a, it, it's actually out. It came out last week, I believe, is what it was. Uh, it's a great cigar. Uh, it's a it's a dual wrapper. It's closed. It's got a closed foot and a, and a Robito cap. There's some intense flavors. They're saying a dark fruit, uh, some cedar Ooh. notes, some baking spices. Nice. Yeah, but. James Brown, he, he sucked me in. It's the Corojo wrapper, you know. Give me a give me a Corojo, and I'm I'm I, I'm yeah, all about it. You know, y'all crazy for the Corojo wrapper. I don't under. I mean, I it's I, not. Yeah. I, I don't like it. It's just like I'm not. Cra- I'm crazy for like Broadleaf and San Andreas wrapper. You know, Maduro wrappers. Yeah. You know, it's I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I like my Corojo wrapper, and and then on top of it. It's a five by fifty robusto, so I, I mean, you know, they just they just lined that pitch up for me and said, "Here, hit it out of the park." So I can't wait. That should be coming. 
I got a box of those coming in. Hopefully, I'll see that this week and uh, give it maybe a day or two to rest and then crack one of those open and see what see what that's all about. And then the next two, I got to give love to my, my, my man, Steve Saka, the Krakatoa. The Krakatoa came out. Oh, man. Um, another, yeah, it's another one by, by Steve Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. It's his next in line for the Muesta de Sacas. Um, the Krakatoa, I, I don't know if you know it or not, but it's named after the volcano in the Sunda Strait, which is over there in the, uh, between the islands of Java and Sumatra okay. in India. And uh, the Krakatoa, it's named after the volcano, the, uh, the great 1883 eruption of the Krakatoa, one of the largest in the history and the deadliest volcano events ever. So, um, you know, Steve's always got some sort of good name to go along with his cigars. But again, Steve being Steve has set me up. It's a Nicaraguan grown broadleaf, oh, a, Cuban, yeah. a Cuban seed Corolo, and a potent... Corojo, Lirgo, Liguero, Tripa. So again, I'm getting I'm getting some more Corojo out of that one. Uh, it's it's bound up with a Nicaraguan sun-grown capote and wrapped in a choice A1 Ecuadorian Habano seed kappa leaf. So it's a six by forty-eight, and it's got a little spiral colita top. Um, so it's gonna be a, it's it's gonna be a good total. Awesome. Yes. Let's yeah. go. You know, it's it's crazy, yeah. you know, we're talking about new releases and stuff. Sorry to cut you off. It's just like, we're no, always okay. like this. It used to be like every three months, you know, and now it's just so many different cigars out there that are coming out. And there's a lot of, it's a lot of competition that you actually have to have, fill up big shoes. And uh, and Steve Saka does a great job with releasing, uh, same with Tatua here, releasing some nice limited edition cigars that... If you, somebody wants, you can age them for like, you know, buy, if it's only like, say, I don't know, 600 to 1,000 boxes or they make, or say 2,500 boxes, you know, you buy one and, and you, you keep it and then you bring it after a couple of years or after five years, you're like, hey, look what I got. You know, it wasn't a lot of them. Yep. So that's yep. what, another cool thing about the industry that you can have a cigar, like in the humidor at Ultimate uh, Cigar Lounge that saw and like you're talking about for Halloween, the 2016 CEO, it was a Halloween edition. I forgot the name. I won't look it up right now. It's going to take a while. It's with all the witches. I think one it's with the witch, but it's from 2016 and there's two boxes in there. And we'll talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. in the future episodes. But it, look, it looks interesting. It's, it looks very interesting. So there's always companies out there that always try to do something with Halloween event uh, yeah. facts and you know bands and stuff like that yeah it's it, it's uh, it seems like this time of year you know around christmas obviously and then we get we get this around halloween we seem to be getting a lot of cigar releases which is always good it's always you know i always look forward to those type of things and it's always nice to see what's getting rolled out the last one uh it's not really a new it's not a, a new release but it, it for the avid cigar fan, for the avid Dunbarton tobacco guy, uh, the Red Meat Lovers came out. It's in regular production They're now. They're beefy. So, yeah, all, all, all of those sticks, Evan, Garn- Evan Darnell and Steve Saka have come to an agreement, and these are no longer going to be a once-a-year thing. They're going to be a, a regular release, um, a regular production. So those are good. Beef stick is my jam. I love the beef stick. I love. I just love that smoke. It is a, it is a good smoke. It's a and very looking good forward smoke. to getting some of those. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
you know. So I know Abe over there at Smoke Inn is running a special. If you buy a box, you get entered into a drawing, and they're going to be giving away a Yeti cooler filled with beef sticks, not the cigars, filled with the meat beef sticks. Oh, that's so. Yeah, so head over to smokin.com, get yourself a box of Red Meat Lovers beef sticks and get a chance to win a, a cooler full of beef sticks. That's so funny. So, Actually, ten, cool. Actually, if the, yeah. you know, the cooler is nice, you know, it's pretty sure it's yeah. probably nice. That's, you know, let's probably sure. It's nice. Oh, yeah. 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 So how's that cigar, Teddy? How's it going over there? I really like it. I don't know what he picked it, what side from my humidor. I'm obviously... It's something I know, or he said he grabbed something. Because another thing I have with my humidor, I don't know how's your humidor. I have boxes and I have a lot of singles and I have some of them together, you know, and bundles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's very notes of almonds, a lot of almonds, very earthy. Uh, it's very medium. It's not something a full body or anything like that. It may be wrong, but it feels like uh, medium body. Ass is pretty good. The burning is pretty good. Uh, it was actually cracked when he gave it to me. Like, it looked in the beginning of the wrapper, uh, it was cracked. So it wasn't the actual when he, the band it was removed. It's mostly from the beginning. So I don't know, maybe uh, okay. too much on the cigar. Uh, you know, there's a lot of factors. It could be probably bounced somewhere or whatever happened. Uh, so far, so mm-hmm. good. It burns good. I haven't touched it. Actually, I'm about to touch it. Uh, it's only... Uh, con- canoeing on the left side and also now that we're talking about you know about my cigar i'll talk about something else uh but yeah actually it burns really good talk about canoeing i just learned a line and i don't know if you heard of this about this before that if a cigar is canoeing and you have issues with that you can turn in the opposite way and the cigar actually will form again and you don't have to touch it with the lighter because actually, when you're touching it with a lighter, it I heard it's not good. I don't know if I'm wrong. No. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Because yeah, you're 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 pulling in some of those flavors you don't want to be pulling in. Yeah. And it's funny too. You you talk about canoeing. Steve Saka is a big one that says that cigars really don't canoe. I might be wrong. If he ever listens to this, I'm sure he'll point out that I'm wrong. But I I thought I read or something that he was talking about that. It's just the way to draw the cigar. It's the way that it's burning inside of it, you know, because people will say, oh, I've, I've had this cigar and it's canoeing. And he's like, it's not canoeing. So, yeah, I, know. Um, I heard that I, before. It's it's a word for me that actually is kind of funny, so I use it. I mean, I know Steve Saka yeah. has his way, so I have my way. But it's, yeah, I just had to retouch this one. So it's a pretty nice cigar. How, how How's yours? How's the Bishop? Because it has to be phenomenal. It's, it's great, yeah. There's... You know, you know, I'll pick this up. And, and one of my buddies in the in the Chai Town crew got me uh, last year's, and he, I think he gave me one of the original Bishop's blends, and and I fell in love with it. And I was watching like a hawk for when they were going to release these. I, I wanted to pick up a box of these. I pre-ordered it. Probably one of the, I don't want to say one of the first ones I've ever pre-ordered, but I definitely pre-ordered this and. And was ready for it, and it's just a great cigar. Uh, I when I first the first time I smoked this, I didn't read any reviews. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know what James Brown had had what his expectations were of it. And the first time I started smoking it, I'm like, man, I am getting 
some darker fruits, some, some plums and some, you know, some of some of the darker fruits. And I'm like, that's really unique. And when I, when I started reading reviews, I, I was proud of myself. I, I, one of the first times I got the right flavor, I got the flavor that the, the, the factory had expected the, the, the producer, James Brown had, had expected to be in there. So I was, I was really happy with it. And it is, it is a great, great smoke. I know there's still boxes out there. I'd recommend if you haven't had one, I'm not telling you this, but to our listeners, if you haven't had one, get out there. Uh, the Robustos, they're going for about $11 a stick. That's not a bad price for this cigar. No. That is not a bad price. I, I highly recommend it. So it's a broad leaf, huh? Broad leaf and Ecuadorian Habana looks like a, a read here. Yep. Uh, Pens- Pennsylvania Broadleaf, Ecuadorian. Broadleaf. Ecuadorian. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Ecuadorian Habano filler. That's probably really binder. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it 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 fits my palate, and and this is the kind of stuff you know we talked about this uh, last time. What lane we're sort of moving into, and I and I think I've sort of found a couple a couple of lanes I like to be into. Like I said, the Corojo, uh, the Agonorsas. Terrence Riley and those guys know I'm 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 all about their cigars. Some guys aren't. Some guys don't get into those. That's fine. Again, that's what this that's what this hobby, this lifestyle is so great is you don't have to be in each other's lanes. You can have your you can have what you like, I can have what I like, and, and so be it. So Yeah, um, it's called again, yeah. it's called the Bishop Blend of uh, Novendialis. So Novendialis. Yes, there you go. There you go. So I'm working on my Spanish. I'm working on my Spanish, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, I, I'm trying my best here. You know, trying my best. I always ask, you know, people who know Spanish if I did a good job. I say, yeah, it's a good, I did a good job. So, so is it is it a six by six by forty eight? Is it what you, what size do you are you smoking right now? The Toro, Teddy. It's a robusto. The robusto. It's a five by fifty. There's also there's, a, there's, a a toro, there's a Toro size also online online that you can buy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the Toro. There's the Toro and looking. there's the Petite. Yeah. So there's the Petite. Yep. Or the Petite Corona. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I got so, to get, you know, get, get another five five cigars. I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's 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 so many. I just love it. Because then, then like, it, I have so many choices and it's kind of cool. I mean, you have a lot of choices in there probably in Humidor, right? Yeah, shame to say, I guess <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, you know I, I went through I did some I did some restructuring of my humidor mm-hmm. um, in the last week. One of the guys that I I follow talked about a sale that was going on for some Tupperware, um, and so I went out and bought three new pieces of Tupperware, made Tupperdoors out of them. So I sort of separated my cigars. I took them out of boxes. Not that I was having a problem with the boxes in the humidor, but. I just wasn't sure they were getting the right humidity. I mean, I know boxes maintain humidity. You keep them in there, they're fine. But it just felt like as I was taking some out, I felt like they were smoking a little fast. They were a little drier. I don't have a, a hygrometer for the cigar. I know that Cigar Medics puts one out that you can check the temperature of each cigar before you smoke it. These weren't as, I'm going to say spongy, but they weren't as as good as I thought they could have been. So I thought, I wonder if just because of as many boxes they have in my humidor, that's it. So I took them out. Um, I threw Bovida packs in each one of the Tupperwares, and uh, I've got those going now. So I, I 
probably have way too many cigars than I should, but not as many as others um, and not as few as others. So I'm probably middle of the road. You know, I, I've got a couple of orders coming in here in the next week. So my numbers will definitely be going up in that regard. How, how's your humidor looking? It's, you know, I, I'm past the stage of the beginners, obviously, since 2017. But, you know, I got my, my, it's about five and a half feet. Uh, and then I got another one that I have, uh, I call it my tatuaje box. I got all my tatuajes in this. I'm beautiful. <laughs> I got to send you a picture one of these days. And then, you know, I got my two jars and I got a couple Tupperware. I have a couple boxes and uh, actually four or five boxes. I'm, I had this argument with other people and I kind of win the conversation, but then I always lose it because... The conversation is also between having the boxes in the humidor or not, having your, you know, we could talk either another episode about this, you know, about either having it on the cello, off the cellophane. It's just so many questions, but in the end of the day, is the way you want it, the way it's the way it's your humidor, your opinion, uh, the way you yep. kind of feel like it's working. So I kind of understand the way you're saying with the boxes. I noticed that with the box I have and it's close with, oh gosh, the cigar is from Crownhead, uh, La Imperiosa, I think I believe is if I'm pronouncing it correctly, La Imperiosa from uh, Crownheads is the one with the blue label uh-huh. and the crown on it. I noticed what you're saying, that they're smoking very fast and yep. it's a little weird, so I don't know. Do I have to take them off the box? I mean, a lot. All those lounges, you know, they have it in boxes. I know there's way more humidity than our humidors, obviously. But again, some of my our friends from the Shawtown crew, a lot of them they're in boxes. So maybe we mm-hmm. should we should get like a like a poll going on here. You know, what what do people think? You know, tell us about it. Maybe we're wrong. You know, maybe we have to keep it yeah. in boxes. Maybe it's you know, smoking fast because maybe the blend or maybe something. We've got to figure this out because actually you are right on this part, though. Yeah, and I was reading an article. I can't reach it right now. Um, but I was reading an article in Cigar Journal, and it was talking about long-term storage of cigars. And that's what got me thinking because they were talking about seepage sounds it sounds rather medicinal, but they were talking about storing cigars for long periods of time and how unless those cigars are in the right area, you can start to – those cigars can start to blend their, their, their taste or some of, that, some of that from one cigar can blend over to another one. And it's, it's unique um, because the, the author of this article – um, and I'll, I'll have it for our next episode. The author of this article was talking about the right way for cigar lounges to show cigars. And he was, his theory was you should only show a single cigar and that all the rest of the cigars should be stored in a humidor in a box closed by them, not by themselves, but in a closed box in a humidor. And then the clerk a.k.a. you, if I walked up to the counter, I would say, I want a Dunbarton Krakatoa, I want a my, my father's, and I want a whatever. And then you would go to the back and pull those cigars out of the back storage humidor and bring those up. And, and his philosophy was, 
it keeps the cigar true to its flavor and to rephrase that. Sorry. I don't want the FDA jumping all over this. It keeps the cigar true to its own taste and own construction as opposed to possibly gathering something from another cigar. Now he of course was saying this is for long term is it, but some cigar shops do have cigars that sit there for months weeks, you know, maybe even a year. And some of that will, you know, some of that will come out. And and I thought about it too, because I was in a cigar shop, a cigar lounge job this week, and they had their infused cigars. We won't mention the uh, company, but they had their infused cigars rather close to non-infused cigars. And I, it got me thinking again, going, wow, yeah, I wonder if any of that, you know, if there's any cross breeding or cross pollination or cross, whatever you want to call it, cross contamination between those cigars, if they sit there for a long period of time. I know what you're saying uh, in the humidor that I work, they are all in the same humidor, but they're all in the separate area. So all the, the flavor and if, first of all, the infused cigars, they're all the way in the corner. So okay. uh, are, they, are they very close to each other over there? Like uh, within, or are you talking about in the whole general humidor? You don't like it? No, I'm talking, it was, it was. So you had, so the, you had the infused, infused and then right next to it, you had the premium, uh, regular tobacco cigars? Right across, right across. So the infused was in the center, was in the center display. Oh, that's the, you cannot do that. No, I mean, the, yeah, and 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 right across from it, right across from it was not infused cigars. No, they no. So, yeah, you can do that. The infused cigars have to be know, in and, the and, corner somewhere by themselves. Even it's even the same humidor, and they're definitely not in the middle of the humidor. Uh, what I work is all the way on the right side. That's where all the flavor and and infused cigars are in one corner of the wall. So, I believe it's the correct way if you're gonna have them in the same humidor. Obviously, all of them. Most of the infused and you know they come with the with the with the cellophane, so there, there's not uh-huh. there's not a lot of. It, it's really rare for me to pass an infused cigar box in there, and even I've been in lounges before that I smelled the infused. So that's a good thing that they have the cellophane on it, but definitely mm-hmm. you should definitely not have it in the middle of the humidor. And definitely yeah. not there. So, yeah, I mean, I, w- I was surprised, you know, and I mean, I, I really never thought, started thinking about it until I read this article. I was trying to look through that. I was able to grab my cigar journal magazine. It's in the autumn edition, and I probably not going to be able to find it as we're talking here, but it just, it, it was an interesting concept. And I know cellophane on, cellophane off is a big, huge debate. With a lot of people, and believe me, folks, neither I nor Teddy are are that knowledgeable. At least I'll speak for myself. Maybe you are, Teddy, but neither one of us are that knowledgeable to get into Definitely that debate not. with you. If you want to keep your cellophane, if you want to keep your cellophane on, keep your cellophane on. If you want to take your cellophane off, take your cellophane off. It's it's your choice. It's I keep mine on. It's just my my I don't know laziness. I guess I don't feel like going through and. And pulling them off and, and going through that whole thing. So, you know. You know, I have, a, I have a, this, you know, because I'm, except Cigar, Dojo Verse, I'm also um, in other sites like Gab.com. 
Uh, there's a cigar page there that's pretty active. Uh, it's pretty cool. A lot of some of the regular people that we talk every day comment to each other's pictures and stuff like that. This is my friend also of mine. Uh, we send to each other cigars. Pretty awesome guy. His name is Paul. Uh, so shout out to Paul. Uh, you know, he keeps all his cigars off the cell phones. That's his. That's what he likes. Yes. That's what he, that's that's his the, the the way he wants it. Um, for yep. me, I tried it both ways. Uh, you know, when I first started smoking cigars, I was so excited. I was popping every cell phone out. You know, uh, from when I started with the early brands to uh, two years, I think I stopped into two years into my everyday smoking. Or uh, when I was smoking cigars, I stopped. It. I was like, it. I didn't like. I did not like it. I I I felt uh -huh. the the blends were different. I felt yes, they're gonna get better humidification. Uh, humidity is gonna be a little better. I know I heard stories before that there's gonna be fixing if it was, um, you know, the tobacco is dry, it'll make him better the cigar. But I mean, if for me, if the cigar is already made. Like Nick Perdomo does, that ages is. If if it's a cigar is made with a good blend that is aged correctly, and it's a really good blend, it's not gonna have problems. Uh, obviously, right. you know, yep. you got the shipping. So, but I do. I switched after two years of having my cigars back again in the cellophane. I feel it's better. Obviously, you know the Padrones. Most of them, unless you get in, you can get in the seven thousand. Um, or the 3,000 Maduros or the Naturals, the series, you know, they're not, not going to come in the self. And I, I believe that's the only ones. Or you get the, the I forgot the other name, the Sobre. It's 1926, it comes in a little box. But the, other than that, the all of the Padrones come off the cellophane. So, you know, mm -hmm. some of the cigars come off the cellophane. But I stopped. I feel like it ages a cigar better. It, it keeps for me... Like I told other people, the the I would say like the, you know simple the juices, but it's not the juices. Obviously, you got you know your flavors, all this stuff just stays for me in the cellophane, and I feel like it's better. So, yep, I, I found the article. I just want I just want this. So this is in like I said, it's in Cigar Journal, the Autumn Edition. The name of the article is called "Cigar Presentation and Storage Quality," and it's by Mark Andre. And here's the first paragraph. Like I said, this this will make you think. It's a, it says, if cigars are kept open, exposed to the air, the tobacco oxidizes more quickly, the aroma conversion process is accelerated, and the bouquet of the tobacco evaporates over time. The cigar gradually loses its fragrance, and when individually stored over a longer period of time, the tobacco the tobacco will develop different aromas than when stored in a closed box. Basically, this knowledge is not new. So it is all the more surprising that in most cigar stores and lounges, the cigars are nevertheless presented openly in a humidor cabinet or in a walk-in humidor. Um, and then he goes on to say, I was telling you about storage. He's talking about uh, the presentation in a shop lounge. On the one hand, the customer guest should be able to see the entire range of cigars. But on the other hand, Cigars should not be stored openly as mentioned. The solution is to combine the open visual presentation of a sample cigar of each Vitola with storing the sales merchandise in closed boxes. Cigar bed consoles are made for this purpose, and one of each cigar is visibly presented in the cigar bed. 
Once a customer has selected his or her cigars, they receive them from their respective closed stored boxes. So it's real interesting to, to read something like that and hear that some of that oxidizes faster and, and, and you know, it affects the cigar. I, I you know, I, it was news to me. Like I said, I had never, I had never heard that. It was, an, it was a good article. I recommend. Cigar Journal is is definitely a different magazine to read because half is in English and half of it is in Spanish. So <laughs> the articles are a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Send me, send me the link. Actually, I want to actually want to read it. So after we're done yeah, today, yeah, yeah. send me the link because that's interesting. Yeah, it is. So yeah. it is. It really is. So how's, how's your cigar so far? Mine, um, I got one third left. Smoking pretty. Yeah, I got probably about half, half left. left. I got probably about nice. half left. Yeah, and it's 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 a great smoke. I, you know these, again, you know James Brown, when they put these things out, they know what they're doing. There's, it it, it definitely gets a little spicier towards the middle half here. You get some of those baking spices and stuff like that. But it's a good, it's a good, it's a good solid smoke. It's a good solid smoke, and with and with the Green River, it's complimentary. You get those baking spices. A nice sip of the of the Green River uh, bourbon with the this the, the cigar. It's it's a match made in heaven. I I, I can't. I, I was drinking. I finished it. I had a root beer, AW root beer. You know, obviously I'm continuing with water. Uh, this is my fourth mm-hmm. cigar actually of the day. So I I already had my coffee of the day. You know, obviously I don't drink. Uh, this pretty cool notes right. though that the alcohol and you know you whiskey or rum guy and and it gives you the extra it gives extra notes and actually emphasizes the notes for a cigar. So it's pretty oh, yeah. pretty cool uh, how that happens. I did it before. I remember. Uh, obviously, I stopped drinking in 2019 in my choice, but again. I wish actually they were making non-alcoholic bourbons and rye that do, but it not is not the same. Because I I yeah. remember the both versions. So I had it before, and it, it's kind of watered down to be honest. But you know, I think in one of these episodes I had the ideas, and we'll talk about it. We're gonna have some pairings though with non-alcoholic drinks. You know, absolutely people yep. like it. You know, because not everybody drinks out there. So I want to see. How people are going to react with that? Yeah, and I mean, I definitely want to do that. I know one of our friends, Wayne, is a big uh, proponent of of green tea. I've I've been drinking the green tea. I actually drink the green tea that he recommends, and it's with the cigar. It's great. Coffee obviously is a great com- uh, complement to a cigar. I do like the A and W sugar free root beer. That's a, I love that with the cigar. So yeah, there definitely we will we will do a full episode on uh, the non alcoholic pairings. And maybe we'll try to do two or three cigars and some different pairings. Yes, I'm excited. See what, yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be good. We'll enjoy. So, what else? Did you catch any football games this weekend? Oh God, Saturday and Sunday. All I, all I, this is what I have to do now. It's kind of cool. I have to get paid to you know smoke cigars, talk to people, and watch football every day. So uh, the Bears finally won on Thursday, right after 13 yeah. straight losses. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing. I did my cross. I was like, oh my God, finally we won. So that's, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, right before I left, I was catching up the game. Right before I come here, I uh, came here to my cousin's house. I was watching the Vikings game, but I thought that would lose. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City was looking great. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, 
I thought I thought we were going to lose Travis Kelsey at the at the yeah, he got end of the first bit, half. Yeah. yeah, and he came back and uh, jumped back into it. I think now they have they've got a short week because I believe they're playing on Thursday night. So I know they were talking about they were they were hoping that the Chiefs were going to sit him for the fourth quarter um, just so that they could be ready for Thursday's game. They, they, but they looked good. What, 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 what? Yeah, they do. They thurs, Thursday night, Thursday night against the Broncos, they play. So you know, but yeah. Let me ask you, that did, coach, you, see, that did coach you see Taylor Swift in the, in the on the stadium? She was not there. Oh my! She was God, not there. What we're gonna they, do? They made that note. Yes, I know. Oh, I know. That's... The Taylor Travis. Yes, but I'll tell you that coach from Minnesota, man, they made some big mistakes in that game. To go to go into. I think they called their final timeout in the in the like with still half the uh, the third quarter left to go. So I mean, you know, he challenged a play that made no sense whatsoever to challenge. It made no sense to challenge that play. You know, so that cost him a timeout, and then you got to call timeout because they're about to get a a delay a game call. Yeah, today so, today I had both three you know, games that, on, so it was pretty cool. Actually, two games yeah. at twelve o'clock. Was it two or three? Three games. Uh, at twelve o'clock, games, yeah. yeah. So it was, it's it's pretty interesting, you know. Another thing is like you know, we're smoking cigars at somewhere in the lounge, and if it's if it's a Sunday, it's a football game. Somebody else wants to smoke a cigar, and somebody asked me for the golf channel, so I put the golf channel on. You know, uh, there's there's oh, a wow. lot of sports this time of the year, and it's crazy. From uh, everything is starting soon, from hockey to uh, basketball soon. You know, preseason coming up. You still got yep. baseball. So uh, there's a lot. There's yeah. a, you got you had UFC yesterday. Yeah. There's a lot going on, and it's like there's no time. You know, we gotta have 25 hours of the day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I I mean it's uh, you know Saturday. Saturday was good. Co- Coach Prime grabbed another win. Colorado Buffaloes grabbed another win. That was it was good. You know, he's keeping that. You know what he's done over there is great. But yeah, I I can't imagine in a a lounge trying to balance between. Golf, football, uh, basketball will be starting up here soon. Yeah, Saturdays. I, I, to tell you the truth, uh, you know, I start watching you know NFL again, but I really enjoy way more much uh, college football than NFL. To tell you the truth, I, I be working you know now four weeks, three weeks over there. I love it. Every Saturday, I get more crowd than NFL. So it's pretty interesting that yeah. I get more crowd than the college you know football. The NFL, so it's and I like it because you see young players, you know, trying, and you see them actually, you know, hustling. Sometimes I believe, oh, yeah, we have some football players in NFL that they just, I don't know, they gave up. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. But again, yeah, I, I really, I mean, in love lately uh, with college football. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I, college football. Yeah, college football is is my thing. I love it. I, you know, YouTube TV has the ability to have four games on one screen, so you can actually watch all four games. And if you want to switch over to one, you just got to click on it, and you get the audio for it. So it, it it's you know plugged to YouTube TV, I guess. But yeah, it's it, this is a great time of year. Grab a good cigar, grab a uh, root beer, and kick back and enjoy the games that are on and. It, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's nothing There's, wrong I mean, with it even whatsoever. With, even if you don't drink, grab a Coca-Cola, grab a cigar, relax, you know. 
Uh, yep. So, so while we're talking, because I couldn't wait anymore, I look inside the envelope. So what it, this is, I was not expecting it. I was, uh, I was, I remember the cigar that I really liked. And maybe the, the band does influence my, my, my taste. So this is my father cigar. It's the Flor de Alice Antillas. So okay. uh, it's a Maduro. Uh, I was not expecting it to be my father's. I was thinking of something else. I didn't want to guess a brand. Uh, but pretty interesting that Luke, my buddy, grabbed it from my humidor. Uh, so uh, really nice smoke. I, I had this before. It's really good cigar. And like I said, he's not going to dislike it before the band. I was not expecting it to be my father's. Then he chose the, my father's. So pretty interesting. Uh, I'm looking up right now so I can tell you exactly uh, what this is. Um, yeah, it was. It's it, and hopefully, God. Hopefully, as we get more, hopefully as we get more listeners, and as we go on, I'm I'm really curious. I mean, folks, if you're listening, I mean, Teddy and I spent time thinking about this about the name for this podcast, and and just what he said, the unbanded. How many times have you picked up a cigar based on the band or based on the name of the of the of the company? We all have our favorite companies. I'm not taking that away from us. But do you smoke that cigar differently because you know where it came from as opposed to smoking an unbanded cigar that somebody hands you? And do you smoke that differently? And then when you, when you find out the name of it, does it affect your opinion? Do you all of a sudden look and go, oh, that's a crap cigar. But wait a minute here. I really enjoyed it. Just because it's got whatever name is on it, does that affect the way you smoke it or the way that you treat it? You know, so hopefully we'll be able to, to dive into that more as we go on here. It's pretty interesting because, you know, one of these days today, obviously you did one with a band on it. And obviously I'm going to do uh, like that. But it's pretty interesting, you know, that I, it just came in my mind. And I was like, hey, I'm going to tell my buddy, you know, pick up a cigar for me. And because it's on Bandit. And it does, it doesn't switch my mind. It's just I was not expecting to be there. I was maybe thinking it will be something Something maybe maybe differently. So this uh-huh. is uh, again the floor uh, the Alas Antillas. Hopefully I say it correctly. Uh, it's uh, five eighths by forty six. So uh, I was okay. I was making it a little. I thought it was bigger, but it is a Toro. Um, sorry, it's six by by uh, forty eight. So yeah, it's six by forty eight. Uh, I thought it would be a little thicker. I thought it was forty uh, fifty two. So it's it, it is okay. forty eight. Did they have different sizes? Obviously, you know. You can have the six by fifty-two. You can have this. I have the six by forty-eight. So it, it's uh, binder is Nicaragua, filler is Nicaragua. Uh, obviously, my father, uh, the rapper is Ecuadorian Habano. I, I love it. I love Ecuadorian Habanos. You know, it's, it's in my top five. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. it. Gives all these notes of you know uh, leather, and then it, it's sweet. Uh, I didn't get much sweet from the cigar. And I never did before. No. So um, it says here that you could get earth. I got the earth, leather, sweet, musty hay. To tell you the truth, I don't know how musty hay tastes like. You know, this is different, you know, what these people, uh, they could taste. Uh, taste. But it does have also lots of alcohol, spice, and touch of hazelnut. That's what I got a lot. I love when a cigar tastes like hazelnut because I love hazelnut. So I did. <laughs> Taste the spice uh, and the black pepper. So, uh, but I did not know how a musty hay tastes like. I don't know if you do. Musty hay? Yeah. No, I've, I've never, I've never chewed on musty yeah, hay. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the wrapper that is is is, is, is con- 
is trying to say here. We're coming off the wrapper, the musty hay, maybe it's the smell. Uh, but um, yeah, this is my cigar. Pretty interesting. It kind of blew my mind. That, not blew my mind, but I was not expecting to be uh, my father's. So yeah. Well, and that's your boy Pete. I mean, that's his. That's his in-laws. Yeah. That's his in-laws' company. So you know, it 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 only fits. You know, it's gonna it's gonna surprise you and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, good deal. Good deal. Yes. Yeah, so this is something cool that 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 we do with no with no bands because if you think about it and you go a lot of you've been in a lot of humidors a lot of lounges you've seen also their blends uh with no bands on it right you you you've seen yeah. the like the cheap ones that is nine dollars and stuff like that i'm thinking yeah. like start doing that i'm gonna start working there and getting you know to see what what is this about why is this so cheap why is the blend does it have a band so you know, so I can expand my mind. I don't know if you ever done this before, because I, I, I was thinking about it, looking at the box the other day. Nobody's buying this cigars. Yeah. You know why? Because they don't have a band on them. You know. Yeah. Well, I'll throw one out at you. Your what? I'm going to pull out your favorite cigar. I'm going to pull out the Black Star Line Laliabella Unbanded. Oh God. I mean, exactly. if that if that was sitting in a humidor, if that was sitting in a humidor, unbanded. Are you going to grab it? Probably not. Are you going to grab that's that the, cigar? That's the, that's the crazy part is like, I don't think so. And like, I mean, even like, I'm it, trying to remember a cigar that doesn't have a band on it. Even like though, like the Amazon Basin that doesn't have a band and it has the rope around it. Yep. That you can smoke yep. that. You still don't know the name though. So you're going to grab that cigar. You know, it's under the CAO collection. So you know, it's a CAO. But I don't think so. I would have grabbed it. No. And oh God, I miss those well, Lollibellas, dude. I have only one. <laughs> but and, and let me ask you this question: Does Pete Johnson have that sort of mentality when it comes to the Tatawahis? Because everybody's complaint, they love Tatawahi. They they fawn over that thing, but they don't know what they're smoking. They'll grab it, and it's got a green and white label. Oh, my God. It's got I a got, green and red label. Yeah, I know people complaining about that, but I like it that way because it keeps it simple. He, he keeps the band simple. It looks old school, and then it's – I know why people complain, but now getting into the cigar business more into the lounges, and now that I work there, I see the difference right away. Like it, I could take – the now I know why our friends from the shutdown crew know a lot of them. But like again, like you said, a lot of people yeah. complain about it, you know. But and my question is, is is that sort of Pete's way of almost making an unbanded cigar? It's got a band on it. It's this tatuaje, and you know when you see it, it's this. But you might not know if I hand you a, a tatuaje, you know, green label, you might not know what that is. Okay, yeah, you know it's a tatuaje, yeah. but hey, you know, so you're gonna smoke it. You're gonna hey, okay, I know it's a tat, but you know what? It's it oh hey I, I like this one or I don't like this one, you know so it's sort of it's 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 getting as close to the edge without going over for Pete I think is I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put a band out there that I know what it is but you know unless you're a unless you're a a Tatawahe stalker you you might not know what it is so and then you know, uh, you know the one I love. The bands that he makes, and he's really good at it. It's AJ Fernandez. AJ Fernandez probably went one of my favorite bands and cigars out there with all those little pictures that he has. 
including my father's too, especially this band that I'm holding right here. Yep. So it, it takes time. It's it's a lot of details for some of Absolutely. the bands. Yeah. And now that we talk about this, it has happened so far that I have not worked that much. It has happened two or three times so far that customers came in and they asked that they know, you know, they don't know brands. They just want to buy something for, you know, a cigar guy or somebody that has a birthday. They always go with a nice label. So it's pretty interesting yeah. to me, you know. For me, there's a lot of factors, even if it's, you know, a beautiful label. Sometimes yep. it could not be a good tobacco. It could be a bad tobacco. Or it's just a beautiful label out there. So I'm not gonna minister yeah. names out there. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of thought behind it. We'll get behind some labels and and some companies Absolutely. and some stuff like that because I've I've heard some discussion about labels and 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 companies and logos and stuff like that. And so we could talk about that at another time. But anything else you want to say today before we wrap this show up? No. Anything else on your mind? Is- this has been another fun episode. I'm looking forward again. We have a lot of ideas together that we can implement. Uh, yep. We can put in the future. Uh, I'm really excited for this. Yep. Uh, Noah, this is um, almost close to, not a knob, but it's close to like a half quarter of a knob. Almost, we'll see. But almost done with the cigar. How's, how are you looking with your cigar over there? Before we're finished. Oh, I still got a quarter of it left. I'm loving it. I've got a little bit of bourbon left, so I'm trying to nurse the bourbon because I didn't bring the bottle out here with me, but that's okay. But yeah, it's, I, I'm, I, I'm, we're thankful for all of you that have listened. Leave us your comments, good, bad, or indifferent. Let us know what you think. We're, we're, we're looking for feedback. Um, our second show, yeah, already, it's been a good I, yeah, show. I already had some great feedback from a lot of people that I know that listen to the show so thank you for that uh, it's pretty interesting to hear more interesting you know if people want something to hear uh, message me message Mike message both of us you know if you have our phone number or our social media uh, and then we we're gonna expand you know it's not gonna be just Spotify soon uh, if you want to mention we're on Apple yeah Apple we we're on Apple I, I got the Apple upload today it took a lot of work you know, learning the ins and outs of that stuff. So we're on Apple. I, I've uploaded us to Google, um, but I also know that Google is shutting down in 2024. So we'll have to see where we go from there. But folks, this is a show about the cigar industry, about the cigar hobby, the cigar lifestyle. Let us know what you think. If you don't want to hear from us, sorry. Um, yeah. I guess there's other podcasts out there you can listen to. If you do want to listen to us, you do want to hear some more good Hopefully here we'll be getting some guests on. Um, again, Teddy and I are doing this on our own, so there's not a, a huge trove of money sitting there for us to be able to produce stuff, but we're doing our best to, to get through this. And uh, that's all I got for tonight, Teddy. You got anything no, else? No, this is it. Pleasure again to hear your voice. Nice talking to you over, you know, with the people here too. And I can't wait for the next one, man. Thanks, folks. Light them up, enjoy it, and have a great night. Thank you, guys.